This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to Kelly Ford in just a bit. But first, Joe, USC and Notre Dame. What a fantastic rivalry. We we remember tons of great meetings uh, between these two. And we should get another one. Notre Dame at home as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised by the number that we're seeing, the way the Irish are playing right now. This could be losing three games in four weeks. Like that Duke one was hanging in the balance until the very end. It could be like mm-hmm. we could be living in a world where it could be four straight losses. Uh, all eyes will be on Caleb Williams, of course. Sam Hartman needs to bounce back from his performance. Uh, early word is that the public is going dog. So public dog. Just keep that in mind. USC plus two and a half. That's what uh, a lot of early uh, public betters are doing with that one. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, joining us now is Kelly Ford of thelines.com. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Let's talk about USC and Notre Dame. How do you kind of see this game playing out? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Hey, what a difference a week makes, right? Less than seven days ago, Notre Dame, USC, AP top 10 teams on a collision course for South Bend. The Irish get run off the field in the second half at Louisville. USC needs three overtimes to beat a middling Arizona team in the Coliseum. I still have both these teams ranked in my most deserving. They're both still power rated pretty well. I actually have Notre Dame power rated number 13, USC's power rated number 14. The fact that this game is in South Bend and that this USC defense is number 63 nationally for me. (laughs) I don't care that their offense is number one. This defense is going to burn them at some point. This is the weekend. It might happen. But Notre Dame's coming off. This is their eighth game in eight weeks, guys. They haven't had a bye yet. They played in week zero. That was in Ireland. Their two most recent games have both been on the road at Duke, at Louisville. They have two losses in the last three weeks. I don't know how much gas is left in the tank for this Notre Dame team, but this USC defense is going to burn them at some point. My numbers like Notre Dame by two and a half. It's a 57% win expectancy for the Irish. Okay, so so you're right there. I, I was going to ask about the total in that one. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned where you have them defensively. Back-to-back conference games, they give up 41 conference games. Uh, in the first week, I mean, alarm bells were going off for all of us, right? When it was San Jose State, they give up 28. Uh, the total here is 62, 62 and a half is the market. Does that make sense for your numbers? Yeah, and Joe, so with my numbers, I do do I do produce total numbers. I don't put them out publicly given my role in college athletics and how I view that strictly as a as a betting function. My total in this mm-hmm. game, I make it 61. So I guess if I was leaning, I would lean uh, to the under ever so slightly, but I'm not sure there's a ton of value in this one. I do think there's things to be said about, as I said, the Notre Dame schedule that they played, how much gas is in the tank, that USC defense. Like, I can't harp on those two points enough. That's going to be massive in this 
this game. Um, but I don't have a strong lean. I don't think there's a ton of value in the over or under uh, in this one. I'm so excited for Washington and Oregon. Both these offenses are really good. You've got Washington at home, though, and as someone who's gone to Husky games, it's a pretty good home field advantage. And I'm curious how you rate these two quarterbacks and offenses. Do you give the edge to UW and just overall what you like in this game? Oh, Aaron, I could not agree with you more on all of that. This game has a watchability score for me of 9.8. That's on a scale of 0 to 10, so this is almost a perfectly watchable game. It's the number one game. It's the number one game of the week. It's the number six game of the entire regular season. Has the potential to be the game of the year in the Pac-12, especially when you consider both these teams are well-rested coming out of their off weeks last week. Both these teams' resume ranked in the top 12 for, for me. Both these teams power rated in the top 10. There is so much to talk about. I love Husky Stadium as well, man, Aaron. When that siren gets going, I'm not a Husky fan. I'm not a Husky hater. I'm neutral. But, man, when that siren gets going, I'm getting, I'm getting chills right now thinking about that. Like, oh, my gosh, that is one of the best <laughs> environments in college football. You're bringing in one of your biggest rivals, arguably your biggest rival. I know Washington State would have something to say about that, too. But this, to me, it is, it is the offenses. I have the Washington offense number two. They've been number two for almost a month now. This Oregon offense is number four. They haven't been lower than number six all year. And really, the defenses have been much better than my numbers expected coming into this year. That is why these teams have been so good. Heisman-level quarterback play on offense, much improved defenses relative to expectations. Guys, my numbers make this one an absolute pick em. Uh, I have a 52% win expectancy for Oregon. Last week, my model picked um, Oklahoma over Texas by a point and a half. That worked out well for the model, but I have to say, going in, I kind of thought in my gut, you know, Texas might be the better team here. I went with the model officially. I'll do that again here, but I get a similar feeling in this one. Just in my gut, the fact this game's at Washington, I kind of think maybe Washington gets the win. It's a straight-up pick em. My numbers give it a 52% win expectancy for the Ducks. One of the best games of the year is what I'm expecting in this one. I cannot wait. For those who've never been to Husky Stadium in Seattle, they have a little opening in the football stadium to where if you have a yacht, you can actually watch the game within that little slit and, you know, partake in the festivities. Beautiful. And so, Kelly, if you would like to go in on a yacht with me in case these uh, bets pay out for <laughs> me and then you just naturally being successful, uh, I'm more than welcome to do this because uh, that would be fun. I would definitely sign me up. Sign me up, man. I'll yacht. be there. There you go. It's perfect. And Seattle's amazing. So there's that too. Uh, okay. So Washington, Oregon, yes, really exciting game, but there is this kind of round Robin with USC also in the mix. So I'm curious when it comes to what to expect from the PAC 12, any lean as far as who the top two teams are, regardless of how Washington, Oregon play out. Absolutely, Ed. It's a great question. It's one that I've been asking myself and talking about on podcasts or radios or different shows. And I said, you know what? I'm already running these numbers. I'm going to start putting them out there. So starting this week, I've been putting out championship game leverage for all the conferences. That includes the Pac-12. You can find it on the website, k 4 ratingscom I tweeted out too on, on X. Um, this game right now, Oregon has a 71% chance to make it to Las Vegas. Washington is second with a 57% chance. USC sitting at a 45% chance. Those are the three, three main contenders right now. The winner of this game will be in the pole position. If Oregon wins, it jumps up to an 87% chance to make the champ game. Washington with a win would jump to 76%. With a loss, Oregon falls to 54%. Washington would fall to 40%. USC, because they're playing Notre Dame in a non-conference game, doesn't have any championship leverage in their game this week. So as things stand, I'd stack them up Oregon, Washington, USC. 
Um, if Washington loses, they'll fall, fall behind USC in this one. The winner's going to be number one. They all play each other, like you said, in this mini-round robin. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be fantastic. It started out this year that USC was the favorite, but because of how this defense has been downgraded throughout the year, they've now fallen in the power ratings behind both Oregon and Washington. Either way, the, the, the games involving these teams, it's going to be phenomenal. But yeah, check out the championship leverage now on the team dashboard page of the website. It can get you that mm -hmm. for every single conference, every single game that's happening this week. Yeah, Well, yeah, I'd like to, to branch out to some other conferences too. Because coming off of Texas, Oklahoma, and then next weekend, you've got, what, Ohio State, Penn State going on. So we're going to have all these high leverage games, and that's going to be the conversation. Okay, can this conference have two? In recent memory, like we've been saying, oh, SEC is going to get two. Well, that's not the conversation we're, we're having this year. So it opens it up. And we talked about the big matchup in the Pac-12, and then we're coming off Texas, Oklahoma, does it eliminate Texas? What if they play again? It's another close game. What happens there? And the odds would say, Kelly, that, well, the only conference that has two in the top four right now is the Big Ten. But, you know, it depends how it plays out with Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan still has yet to play anybody. We're still waiting there. And, and maybe Ohio State does get a big win uh, next week and the odds change. Just, just the idea of which conference you think is most likely to get two wins. Joe, that's such a good question, and you're right. In the past, it's been SEC's the default answer, maybe the Big Ten, um, as we saw last year. I'll be honest, Joe, I really don't know. If I'm looking at my most deserving rankings right now, I've got Oklahoma number one, Florida State two, Ohio State three, Texas is still number four in the most deserving, Alabama five, Louisville six, North Carolina seven, Georgia eight, Ole Miss nine, Washington ten. There's your top ten. But if we look at the chances to make the CFP, Oklahoma, Georgia, Florida State, Ohio State, those are your top four, Oregon, Michigan, Penn State, Texas, North Carolina, Washington, all those teams in there too. I could see a scenario. It all depends. The answer is it depends on how the other conference races play out. I could see a scenario where Georgia and Alabama both get in. I could see a scenario where you have two teams out of the Big Ten hmm. East, <laughs> out of the three of them, get in. I could see a scenario where you have two teams out of the Pac-12, out of the three of them, get in. You could see a scenario where Texas and Oklahoma get in. It's less likely, but still possible, maybe, that Florida State and Louisville both get in, maybe. Huh. I mean, they don't play each other in the regular season. If Louisville runs the table, Florida State runs the table, they both make it to the ACC championship game, and then, you know, let's say Louisville wins that by a point, and Florida State has some good wins on the resume. Their only loss is to undefeated ACC champ Louisville, who's got some good wins. Like, you could see a case for almost every conference. It all depends on how these other ones play out. So I know that's – I'm copping out. That's not an answer. But the right. fact of the matter is we need to see how these games are played because right now every conference has a chance to get two in and every conference has a chance to be left out entirely. It's, it's an awesome year of college football. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It really is. It's been a lot of fun. I'm curious your thoughts after Mario Cristobal refuses to take a knee to win that game, and then they choke it away. Now they're three and a half point dogs at UNC. Oh man, can you back Miami here, Aaron? I, I that, that, to me, like I, I. I, I don't live tweet during games very often. I try to just be in the moment, watching the game, enjoying it. I had I, I was watching. It was late at night. I got the TVs going. This one had made its way onto one of the, the screens. And I'm watching. I said, wait, what are they? Why aren't they? And I didn't have the sound. I said, why aren't they kneeling? And, and they, they run a play. They fumble. Immediately, the sound goes on that TV. And I'm like, what just happened? I couldn't believe it. I had never seen anything like it. This actually happened. Mario Cristobal actually did this in 2018, though, when he was at Oregon in a game against Stanford. I don't get it. I've been a supporter of Mario Cristobal. I thought he, I think I thought he was a good coach. I know he's a good recruiter. Oh, I don't know how the Miami players, coaches, fans, I don't know how you get back up uh, after this one. My, my numbers in this game, like North Carolina by five and a half, it's a 65% win expectancy, but that's not accounting for just the, the mental debacle that, that happened in Miami last week. So no, I, I, I can't, I, I can't back Miami in this one. This is still a good team from a power rating standpoint. They're number, they're in the top 20 for me. North Carolina though, is a better team and they're at home and they're not coming off of this gaff. So I, I get a little fired up about that because I still it doesn't make sense to me. My brain doesn't compute that kind of decision. I mean, this is this is one hundred and one NCAA football video game stuff. Just kneel the ball and you win. I I don't get it, but yeah, uh, my numbers like North Carolina to win the game. Miami absolutely has to have this one if they want any chance of making it back to Charlotte. They only have one loss on the year. They only have one loss in conference, but that's just the mentality now is not on Charlotte. It's how do we just avoid tanking the season because of what happened. He's Kelly Ford here on BetQL Daily. Make sure to follow him on X at KFordRatings. I appreciated your tweet uh, yesterday saying, yes, it does seem like that Oklahoma and Texas will likely have a rematch in the Big 12 championship game. But if it's not Texas, maybe West Virginia has a chance to make it to the title game. Yeah, Ed, that, that to me is the story out of the Big 12. We knew, well, we thought, and my number supported, as they do most years, as people point out, Texas and Oklahoma were going to be kind of the powers in the Big 12. And we've seen that. Oklahoma now has a 96% chance to make it to Arlington. Texas has a 64% chance. But if you're looking beyond those two, West Virginia is currently number three on that list. They have an 18% chance as things stand. This week, they hit the road and play Houston. If they win that game, West Virginia's chances to make it to the Big 12 championship game rise to 23%. And you might say, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. And it's not compared to Texas and Oklahoma. But let's dig a little bit deeper here. West Virginia is undefeated in conference play. They win this week, they go to three and oh, if I'm projecting forward, looking at their looking at their schedule, there's only one game all year that my numbers make West Virginia a projected underdog. That is a uh, week 11 at Oklahoma by 22 points. I mean, they're a big dog, but there's only one game. If they win the games that, that they're projected to be a winner in or a pick game, they'd end the year with only one conference loss. They don't play Texas. That's important to note here. Texas has the conference loss. 
If Texas were to stub their toe at some point, my numbers aren't projecting it. My numbers make Texas a double-digit favorite in every game remaining, but upsets happen all the time. If West Virginia navigates their schedule and takes care of business outside of Oklahoma and Texas were to stumble, West Virginia would be in the conference championship game. So let's not just dismiss them from the conversation. There's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of qualifiers. There's a long way to go. But West Virginia is absolutely still in this thing until they lose a game. Because they don't play Texas, they could potentially make it there if Texas were to stub their toe uh, elsewhere. Final minute, Kelly. Does the uh, number of three and a half to four in favor of Oregon State, uh, favored over UCLA, make sense with your numbers? As I pull that game up really quickly, Joe, my number, my numbers like Oregon State in this one by four and a half. I've got a 63% win expectancy for the Beavers at home. This is a top 10 offense for me nationally. The defense is number 40. Um, this is going to be a great matchup of strength on strength. Oregon State's offense is number nine. The uh, UCLA defense is number 11, a very much improved UCLA defense this year out in Los Angeles. So I'm excited about that one from a championship leverage standpoint outside of the big three, uh, Oregon, Washington, USC. This game means the most. These teams are number four, number five in the Pac-12 odds to, to make it to Las Vegas. Good stuff. Kelly Ford of thelines.com. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Sean Zarillo will join us with his Major League Baseball playoff insights. That's right here on the BetQL Network.